Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the theme park capital of the world, Orlando, Florida, this is the Theme Park Podcast. Wait, podcast. Is this on the radio? Why does everything got to be so messy on this station? Anyway, here's your hosts, Dickerman, Jimmy D, and Scott Harris. And welcome to the Theme Park Podcast. Dickerman, Scott Harris, and Jimmy D all in the studio this week. Hello, gentlemen. Hi. You guys ready to uh, to really get going here? Because it has been... Hot and heavy in the news this week. We've got a tremendous amount of news to cover. Uh, we've got uh, special guests late in the show and a special exclusive uh, piece of content coming to the podcast as well. That'll be a uh, uh, person that you know very well, Scott Harris. He is yeah. a uh, world-renowned sports broadcaster, sports radio host, and I, I say he's a television star now just because I see him on my TV all the time. The coach, yeah. Mark Daniels, will yeah. be joining us. And he, as I understand it, has brought his own content with him. <laughs> he has been... S- he he's been we've been talking about this on the show for like all week now, and he has been giddy about what he has planned. All right, fair enough. Um, we got a lot of news this week, a mm. tremendous amount of news, and we've had. I mean, this has been national news. Not only as the national, the, this is global news. Global news, not only just uh, you know Disney Universal, but we also have to consider. Jimmy mentioned this right before we we're going on. Kennedy Space Center has literally been like everywhere of course with the uh the launch of the rocket which is actually scheduled for us uh, today hours from yeah, now, yeah. As, as we sit here it's you know if they can pull it off but i mean my god that news was everywhere and kennedy space center you know not your traditional theme park but their visitor complex is back open now yeah, it opened this past Thursday. Yeah, so they're back open and a uh, great place to go visit. Maybe not uh, <laughs> on rocket launch day because I saw some of those crowds and it was bananas. But uh, we got the big news we've been waiting for this week, and that was the uh, the date for uh, the reopening of Walt Disney World. And that's probably where we should start today. Yeah, we now know uh, what the, the plan is. The plan is Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom on Saturday, July 11th, and then Epcot and Hollywood Studios on July 15th. And there we go. So uh, those of us that guessed June or July, actually, I guess we end up being right in, in both instances because now we know Universal will be first opening up uh, in June. And, and then SeaWorld is a week later. And SeaWorld's a week later, and then Disney in July, which Disney, you know, playing the safe game, you know, uh, Probably unlike they have been in the past. Usually they're the leader in this sort of thing, but I got to say, Universal has been the leader here, and they've been really putting themselves out there to go first well, on everything. If you think about it, they have to see how the other parks do because they have they have more parks. They how have, unusual is that? The Disney's going to sit back and watch with the other theme parks in town. Okay, do. but you have to remember they furloughed way more, like I think four times as many employees mm-hmm. that Universal did. They now have to start bringing people in just to get stuff show ready. Yeah. So it's going to take enough time for them to do that and if somebody that they furloughed got another job, they have to start hiring people now. <laughs> There's other jobs out there? And if you've seen, they've said Hey, if you're in a furloughed department, but there's another department that isn't furloughed, we'll transfer you over if you want to, because we're going to need as many people as possible to start getting things ready. Wow. I mean, 
they opened up Disney Springs, but the restaurants weren't even Disney first stuff for a week. World right. of Disney just opened this past week. And I did hear uh, that it was bananas there. It was like Six a and a half hour wait. Oh, well, my Lord. On the first I, well, day. I went and I got in the virtual queue. It was a two hour wait. Still For two. one store. For World of Disney, it was a two hour wait. Much bigger capacity. Co-op was like three hour wait. Oh, my God. Um, and then if you, you went the next day, you walk right Two hours to get into the store. Now, what, did you get in? I did you wait? No, I, I did not wait. I just I wonder how, how full it was once you got in. You, well, I, I looked through the window and it's literally like it's a ghost town inside. They have removed so much merchandise from inside that store that the aisleways you could drive a car through. Well, the problem, yeah, the problem is people go and they handle everything. Like I took uh, I took my daughter this week to a, I sent Jimmy a, a joke a text that we were going to this uh, K-pop store where they sell. Uh, anime stuff, but also Korean boy band stuff. But the, their procedures in that store were tremendous. That you go in if you want to handle things, especially like the stuffed animals. Uh, they give you gloves to put on, so you're not handling stuff with your bare hands. And yeah. masks are required, gloves are required. So I mean, I'm I'm almost surprised they don't have the gloves at the Disney store, even though it's a much larger crowd. But I mean, people handle so much stuff. You know, there's going to be transfer. Yeah, th- honestly, there's no reason to like. There was no reason to wait six hours in line. It wasn't like I, I didn't get my COVID uh, exclusives. I mean, yeah, there's no, there is no exclusives. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, th- that's my point. There's no reason to go wait six hours. Where's my orange bird with a mask? Well, honestly, like one of the things I was interested in was like that orange bird uh, Hawaiian shirt from uh, Flower and Garden. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw on one of the Facebook groups, and I haven't confirmed this, but. It sounds like they shipped everything from the, the the park exclusive. They shipped it all to Tennessee so that it could go through the distribution center for the Shop Disney app. I got you. So it, there's nothing you can't get from the Shop Disney app that you can get at World of Disney. You just got to pay for shipping for the most part, right? Yeah, it, it depends. Oh. You yeah. know, they, they, they have all kinds of things where they have free shipping from time to time. Or if you get to a certain dollar value... They ship it for free. Oh, yeah. I always end up spending more money that way. Mm. I don't want to pay for shipping. I'll just spend $50 instead. <laughs> um, so we, we know what the plan is. The plan will be you have to secure a reservation in advance. So how do you think that's going to be? I mean, how crazy that's is that going to be? That's the big mystery right now. Everybody's like, dying to know. Like, we, we all know we've tried to reserve reservations for various things, whether it be like when we're doing a special pass holder thing, you got to mm-hmm. reserve a spot. And, man, that thing crashes like crazy. What's it going to do on a wide scale? Well, Universal is going through that right now because Universal is doing that with their pass holder previews. Oh, yeah. And let me just tell you, it's not going well. It's a lot of crashing and too, be- too many people wanting to get in as quickly as possible. I underestimated how many pass holders Universal had because I went on a pass holder day a year or two back, and I was like, my Lord, there is a ridiculous amount of people here. Their pass holder game is strong at Universal. They have a lot of pass holders. Yeah, because it's people that live here that I like mean, to go regularly. And the park was And they full. want the free parking. Yeah, well, the free parking is key. I mean, why would I, I, I could not see myself on a regular basis dropping $26 to park when I can just get a pass and to handle that situation mm-hmm. uh parks will reopen with limited capacity which will gradually increase social distancing and face masks will be required and enforced temperature checks will be required um who's gonna enforce it goofy is goofy gonna be out there with a I, baton? Think it be, I, I think it should be villains i think villains should walk around enforcing it like like jafar and hook or have the first order do it Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing. If you look at CityWalk, Jimmy, I don't know if you saw uh, no, this. I, I actually did. Like, I was walking through, uh, like that brief. Like, I don't know when last time you've been to, in the uh, shopping mall di- section. It's kind of like you know how they have that. Uh, they have like a breezeway that's like covered and it's mm-hmm. got, it looks like a shopping mall. Like you said, just prior to that, between that and the orange garage, I hear halt, and I'm like, I know that voice, and I'm like, what is everybody look? Oh, there's stormtroopers up there. So 
Yeah, I actually took a picture. I'll post it on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's great our to enforce. Channels. Yeah, I agree. You send out the send out the villains to do it. They also have uh, Disney's developing relaxation zones for guests to take a break from uh, the main areas to take their masks off. Oh wow! Like a giant wide open space or I, something. I, I'm assuming yes. Okay, I they should have relaxation zones at all times. <laughs> honestly, I think I saw that for the police officers that were there. Yeah, like where Splitsville's outdoor uh, seating is. It was all roped off, and it was like three police officers sitting in there, and they had their masks pulled down. I guess uh-huh. that's what they were, their security uh, relaxation zone. Uh, Dickerman, you'll like this. They've made updates to the My Disney Experience app okay. for uh, more things with mobile ordering for food. All right. It will now allow you to pay via Apple Pay, Disney gift cards, and Disney Rewards redemption cards. Excellent. I have one of those. I well, you have. We all have iPhones. We all have Apple Pay. Well, no, I'm just saying I have the the Disney Reward Redemption mm, card. Well, yeah, how do you guys uh, think we got to meet uh, Darth Vader and Kylo Ren those yeah, times? Yeah, Jimmy, you can now order a Dole Whip uh, mobilely. You know, uh, I'll have to do that. Uh, I mean, I I did try the Dole Whip nachos when I was at uh, Disney Springs on Wednesday, and I have to tell you. It was wonderful. Jimmy's at the park with his wife. Oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> I come back with like sprinkles and like stuff all over my face. Jimmy, you've been to the bathroom nine times since we've been at the park. What's going on? <laughs> Nothing. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you had the Dole Whip nachos over at uh, you know, when you you actually documented that yeah. on our uh, on our Facebook page. Unfortunately, they didn't get the their shipment of sprinkles in, so I will have to try it again. How do you not have sprinkles, dude? Well, I mean, did they give you a discount? They did not give me a discount. Ow. They did warn me ahead of time that there were no sprinkles because they hadn't arrived yet and that um, did I still want them. And you're okay. like, I'll take one for the team and have this non-sprinkled entree. It just means I have to try it again. Exactly. I, yeah. I, you should have said I'll take it 50% off because no sprinkles. They probably would have done it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that kind of guy. You're yeah. the free pretzel guy. I'm not, that's well, I, I don't, I'm not going to push for it, but I'll take it if they offer it. And I didn't get my free pretzel. I, I, didn't, I didn't put it together fast enough when it happened. Yeah, you really screwed up with that one. I did. I paid for that thing. That was when your it one free. chance. I know. I know. All right, back to back to the news of the reopening. Is there anything further we should discuss uh, in regards to Disney and their reopening? Yes. The fast passes have been suspended for indefinitely. Uh, for the time being, there will be no fast passes. Do we think they'll be necessary with limited uh, capacity in the park, though? Uh, it depends on what what. I, it depends on if the, every ride will be open. Yeah, say you're doing Space Mountain. Do they have both sides open if if we're at 30% in the they park? They will have both. The way that it's explained is that they'll be using the FastPass lane also for as a queue. So, yes. Okay. I think any ride that has a FastPass, that will, both will be used. They'll be staggering people in the queues to, for, to promote social distancing, mm-hmm. which should, in theory, cut down on wait times. Yeah, because that fa- the the space uh, the Space Mountain line in particular is a pretty tight one, uh, and I, I'm not really envisioning the other line so much. But Space Mountain's pretty tight with between the two lines, so you're really gonna have to stagger know, stagger people yep. apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's all done. Uh, at some point, they'll have to do previews. So I'm wondering. Uh, my my ivory tower tier of uh, pass. You're platinum, right? Yeah, yeah. You might you might get Wait. invited in. Are you fully paid, or are you doing the monthly payment plan? I'm fully paid. Whoa, Whoa. hey, big Dude, baller, you Lotto, man. I'm yeah. fully paid. You fully paid? Wow. Yeah. I know what somebody did with their stimulus check. Yeah. <laughs> I've been fully paid since last year. Wow. I I could not imagine a world without monthly payments. <laughs> that's not that's not something that would happen in my world. I can't uh, I can't imagine that zero percent. The EPR, why not do it? Uh, yeah, unless you're rich. Okay, rich guy. I'm fully paid since 
August of last year. Okay. So, very, yeah. Very How do you nice. think I did Galaxy's Edge before it opened? Uh, yeah, well, okay. Um, so that's Disney, and that's where we're at at Disney. So July, we have to wait a little longer. Uh, much sooner, just around the corner, literally, is uh, is Universal. What are, we, what are we, two weeks away now? Is that, uh, just is that right? about 10 days. Yeah, that's, wow. That well, is, I told you, they're coming up on their, their 30th anniversary. Yeah, well, and, the, and they're getting it out there. So you say uh, for the pass holder portion where they're trying to reserve tickets, it's been challenging. There's been some uh, site crashes. It has been because they're doing the first two days are going to be, the first two days of the reopening is going to be employees. Okay. Then the next two days are our uh, guests, or select ex- invited guests and an- annual pass holders. Are we invited guests? Here's my question. Are we invited guests? I don't know. Jimmy, can you email the person that uh, we talked to? I think they were furloughed. Oh. So we no. should be invited guests. There's got to be somebody that says, hold on. These guys, the Theme Park Podcast, they have continued to broadcast through this entire situation. Uh, we should certainly be invited guests. And I've be. seen our blog numbers uh, mm-hmm. through the roof. They are through we'll the just roof. Call yes. it through the roof. And then uh, for the general public is uh, June 5th. June the 5th. So that and then is... right around the corner after that is SeaWorld June 11th. Poor SeaWorld, man. They got like buried with the Disney announcement. Yeah, they, it was not good that they they spoke at the economic task force the same day as but Disney. But they're, they're always going to be they're always going to be, you know, a third in line, you know, between the other two big parks, but you know, SeaWorld has a distinct advantage here being that we talked about it last week, almost everything is outside and it is wide open space at that park. There's not a whole lot of places where you're crammed in. It is a lot of open space. Scott, have you seen anything about Discovery Cove reopening? Discovery Cove uh, is not accepting any reservations until July 3rd. Interesting. Hey, people are thirsty because we saw uh, Island H2O, which is uh, which is a, what, Margaritaville right there? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. um, it's not affiliated with Margaritaville, but it's but in it's, the same vicinity, like yeah, parking lot. literally in the parking lot. Yeah, I don't know how they're not. A- <laughs> <laughs> it really should be. But um, that place reopened this past weekend, and it was a line out to like the highway. It was people yeah. were ready. I had a, uh, a buddy that went, and I posted those pictures, and it's really hard to social distance at a water park. Yeah, and depending on the uh, the amount of people that are in there, but uh, I heard that like the the crew there handled it very well. They got everybody in in a pretty timely fashion, even though that was a crazy long you know amount of people that came up. But um, yeah, I, I don't know about the social distancing aspect, and that's going to be an interesting part to watch as Universal opens because they'll be the first. Those people would be the guinea pigs. And I'll give Disney credit uh, when I got to World of Disney to get registered for the virtual queue because you can only do it on property. They have to like take the tablet and physically put in your you, – I thought you could do it on your, your uh, My Disney Experience app, mm-hmm. and that's not the they case. They probably just weren't ready for, for you, that yet. Yeah, or they just you, – they want you physically there. They were able to pivot because, like, it was ridiculous. Like, there was nobody social distancing there, and I could not get away from it fast enough. Mm-hmm. As I was leaving, they set up a, uh, a person and a queue right at the entrance to the garage – Okay. So like, oh, you want to go to uh, World of Disney? Let me put you in the virtual queue. That way you've got all the space and you can stay away from that area and go do the other things that are in Disney Springs to do. Uh, just from Universal, uh, hotels will uh, select resorts uh, will begin a reopening on June 2nd. There we go. Hard so Rock, uh, Royal Pacific, Sapphire Falls, Cabana Bay, Aventura, and Endless Summer Resort. Gosh, it's almost all of them. That's a lot of their resorts. Yeah. Yes. What's not there? <laughs> there's, there's like one or two that probably aren't there that I'm that Did I'm you not. Say Portofino. I, I I didn't say Portofino. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean that's a lot of the resorts though. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a tremendous amount of resorts. And we still talked about 
um, how they're going to handle a lot of the dining situations inside the parks and inside the resorts. We still don't know. You know, are buffets gone? Is it all family style? Is it you know? Regular, <laughs> I think it's going to be almost all mobile ordering at this point. Yeah, but I mean, like, say you're going for a sit-down dinner. Are they offering that? You know, I don't. Um, um, when I went to, I went to the Red Brick at City Walk, which is normally a walk-in place, mm-hmm. and that got changed to a. We're, you're going to sit down at this table. We'll bring you food. Okay. There's a buffet by my house that's open now. <laughs> is there really? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow, you guys are, you guys are okay. How All was right. it? Good luck. I didn't know. I didn't go. No. Thought about it. I'm not allowed to go anywhere but the grocery store and the Home <laughs> Depot work. and Lowe's right now and work. That's it. Anywhere else, and I'm uh, I'm getting to talking to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should be. Yes. Um, Jimmy's Jimmy's been our man on the street, really, checking out Disney Springs. And I checked out Disney well, no, Springs. Yeah, I went right, there, too. Had, yeah, yeah, yeah I went last t- weekend. Oh, I wish I would have known. You guys could have gone together. In I know. We could have. Yeah, I went to the boathouse. Yeah, I have reservations for the boathouse in October. Mm. So we'll Are see you, what You might want to double check that. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, uh, the reservations that they've canceled and the fast passes they've canceled, that's all been, I think, up until September 15th, but don't quote me on that date exactly. Mm. I know it's September. So I think October reservations, you might be okay, but who knows? The boathouse, um, that was sit down, right? Yeah. Yeah. And how how are the tables spaced apart? Very far apart. And all the waiters or waitresses had like masks on. Everyone's and stuff. everyone's wearing masks and, until you eat. Until you, you eat, yes. Can't eat through your mask unless you have that special mask. No, you no, yeah, you can. Once you sit at the table, you can take your mask off. Okay. Yeah. Right, interesting. Because you got water and drinks and stuff. Yes, of course. Um, so that's all the reopening plans. It's Universal, SeaWorld, and then Disney in July. So Disney is going to make you wait, and they're honestly going to sit back and watch and see how things play out at Universal and, and probably, you know, plan their game plan. I did see a meme that somebody put, like, uh, Disney was, like, the scientist, and it had two crash t- test dummies with Universal oh. on the chest and oh. SeaWorld on the chest. Yeah. And I was just like, ooh, that's Credit, credit funny, Universal. <laughs> they've been bold through this whole thing. And it's not that they're being bold and, and reckless. They've been bold, and they say, all right, we're going to do our own thing. We're not going to follow, uh, you know, as maybe has done been done in the past with as far as ticket pricing. We're not going to follow anybody else. We're going to, you know, come up with our own plan. We're going to do our own thing. They continued construction as long as they could over on the new parks as well. So, I mean, Universal and Universal kept as many of their employees on as they possibly could and kept paying them. And as long as possible. Yeah. So, I mean, kudos to them. They furloughed far fewer people uh, at Universal than anywhere else and any of the parks. SeaWorld wiped their people out. That was like 90%, right? They just yeah. don't have a, a major corporation behind them no. backing them. And they didn't like have the, the capital built up to yeah. They've struggled for years. Yeah, they yeah ever since that stupid documentary that we shall not name, um, They've had a hard time, a hard go of it. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, people forget about the good work that they do, which they do a tremendous amount of good work for marine life, but it's like, let's forget that and focus on this. So, yeah, if you're questioning what SeaWorld's existence, go over to the Manatee Rehabilitation Center. That'll change your mind. Very much so. All right. Uh, well, uh, we've got a special guest joining us in the studio here in just a moment. We're going to talk to the voice of the UCF Knights, the host of the Beat of Sports, the coach, Mark Daniels. You're listening to the Theme Park Podcast, and there's more on the way after this. 
It's Jimmy, Scott, and Diggerman from the Theme Park Podcast. Are you looking to finally make that move to Orlando? Maybe you already live here and want to be closer to the parks. Use the official real estate agent of the Theme Park Podcast, LaurenCampbellRealtor.com. Lauren helped my mom both buy and sell her house. I bought a house of 10 years with Lauren. Didn't you marry her? Shush. I love my real estate agent, and you will too. Call Lauren Campbell at 407-325-4225. That's 407-325-4225. Goldwell Banker Realty. Your wait time is over. Now back to the Theme Park Podcast. Here's Dickerman, Jimmy D, and Scott Harris. And welcome back to the Theme Park Podcast. Follow us on social media at the Theme Park Podcast, both Instagram and Facebook. And on Twitter, it's Theme Park Show. Dickerman, Jimmy D, and Scott Harris, and a very special guest in studio on the podcast this week. He is a world-renowned sports broadcaster, radio host, and now... Because I see him literally all the time, a television star, the coach, Mark Daniels. Coach, welcome to the show. Well, I got to say, there have been highlights in my broadcasting <laughs> career. <laughs> and <laughs> there have been highlights. So, uh, I'm honored to be here. As Scott knows, I've been begging for well over weeks uh, to have a chance to come. I found it. this is podcast 68. This is 68, episode 68. See where I am in the relevancy uh, category. How but, many uh, episodes have you listened to? It's not, it, it, listen, it's quality, not quantity, okay? And I checked a couple times to make sure that you guys were listed. It, 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 it doesn't matter. <laughs> he listened to it as many times as you listened to Between the Ropes back in the day, okay? How about that, Scott? No, I listen to that more, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should note that uh, Scott Harris does do the beat of sports each weekday with Mark Daniels over on FM 96.9 The Game. And I know your hours changed recently. What are the, uh, what are the hours for the show now? Because you've got to spread I'm it out I'm working more. I thought like during this whole deal, it's like, well, yeah, we're all going to kind of, you know, scale back and I'm working more. So, so, so I don't know how that happened, but, uh, no, I do the bridge now with Mike Bianca. We used to do the bridge from like eight forty-seven to nine twelve, And as we shifted things down a little bit, so Mike starts at seven instead of six. And then I join him at eight thirty. So we do the bridge from eight thirty to 10 and the beat of sports from 10 to noon. So Somehow in all this, I'm 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 working more. He's working less, but that's okay. It's that's all, that's that's the deal. It's, it's less, all for the team. It's, it's all as little team. Bianchi as possible, and coaching there <laughs> to rein things in. No, but it's all good. It's all good, and 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 I'm honored to be here because and, and Scott can attest. I gave him this idea a long time ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I said that if I come on the theme park podcast, I want to do something that looks at the uh, rides or attractions that are no longer at the Magic Kingdom that I wish still existed or we can bring back for a throwback weekend, except it would cost tens of millions of dollars, and that's not possible. But that's the that that's the thing I push to get on the podcast. It's so. unusual that a guest comes in and brings his own uh, his own thing, but we uh, we constantly need content on this show, especially since the parks have been closed. So you are a... Not uh, today, though. Well, well yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I mean, I could have done the who remembers the days of the tickets at Disney World, because I do, about, you know, what what, what, what ticket you had and, and all the good rides. You hardly had those tickets. But, I mean, anybody could do that. I want to get to, like, attractions that I missed that I remember in the early days. Because the first time that I went to uh, Disney, the Magic Kingdom, it is a, a year before my parents opted to move our family to Florida. We lived in New York. And it's 1973. It's the summer of 73. And we came down, and I'm six. And we stayed at the Contemporary Hotel, which I thought, oh, this yeah. is the greatest place in the world. Well, if you're going to stay on property, that's the place Well, to but stay. back then, that was it. But uh, still today. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, then the Polynesian came along. But we stayed, and I remember going to... 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. The Magic Kingdom and what was the original pool area of the contemporary. And then a year later, we moved to Florida in 1974. So that's where I went back. I'm thinking, give me some classics that no longer exist today. So that's. And- that story, that story's got to be so many people's story. If they come down here, they visit Disney, like, all right, we're moving there. That's it. We've, we've, we, we're leaving wherever we came from, whether it be New York or anywhere else in the country. They see, they come here, they see Disney, and they said, we're moving here. That's that's got to be a big part of our growth. Yeah, well, over the last uh, 40 years. Uh, my dad for years worked in the catering business and just was the grind and grind and grind and grind and grind. And truly, as doctor said, you got three choices you could stay here and die because you're working so much. Uh, or moved to better weather, and he said, go to Arizona or Florida. Well, we vacationed in Florida, and lo and behold, uh, the rest is history. But I think you're right, because you move down, you're like, wow, it's awesome, the weather's great, and even though we moved to South Florida, I grew up there, but I, I remember when we first walked into the Contemporary, and you're looking around, and back then it was the orange, groovy carpet. There was the game room downstairs at the original Contemporary, I remember the character breakfast, which was on a buffet back then, uh, and then to see the monorail, and you're like, that is the greatest thing ever. Like, I thought, that's it. Those are the rides. There's nothing else at the theme park. <laughs> you just get on the monorail and just ride that thing all the time. So, yeah, it's great. All right, well, let's talk about some of these rides that you have uh, brought to us to, to discuss here on the show. We'll see if any of us have ridden these rides. I imagine Jimmy, Jimmy's got the longest uh, uh, history at the parks. Yeah, I was uh, a few years back. Behind you, I was 1981, mm-hmm. and I was uh, two, almost three years old, and I actually do remember. You remember it? See, I yeah. went as a kid. I don't remember anything about it. I don't remember. I don't actually. I went as a teenager, and I don't remember it. I don't remember it till I'm like 30 something. But first, I have the memories because I mean, it wasn't just the one time in '73. We went then every summer in '74, '75. Yeah, we we pretty yeah. much did the same thing. I mean, yeah. obviously not that early, but but Scott can attest. Did I not come prepared today? I you've, came prepared. You've come more prepared than with, okay. So so hit number five. Hit the music for number five if you can, because I want to like do this with some he's drama. Got, he's and, got, he and, brought and, his own music. Oh, I did. Yeah, oh. I, brought, I, I brought my own it's music. It's not often that the guest brings sound effects. Yeah, oh, Jimmy. I, listen, if I want to make an appearance in this podcast, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm bringing the A game uh, uh, with me. Yeah, that's what this is. You're standing outside. You're waiting. You realize that once you get on this, it's over in like 35 seconds, and you waited for like 90 minutes. You're typically asking your parents when we're going to eat. Yes. And they're giving you some sort of child sugar-filled candy that doesn't really help your health. 
Jimmy's got a weird look in his face. You can't, he's Scott now knows because he it, it has a feeling oh, of familiarity. I know what it is. What I is never it? rode this ride, though. Oh, Mr. What is Toad's. It? It's Mr. Toad. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Okay. Now known as uh, Winnie the Pooh, right? Correct. Yes. Uh, so, so it's uh, uh, their opening day on October 1, 1971. Closed in uh, 98. Uh, now uh, Winnie the Pooh. Did you know that uh, depending if you were right track or left track, it was a different view? I did you not got, know that. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't you know got, that. You, one was a little bit more darker. Yeah, one was more family-friendly. One was not as family-friendly. Screaming children on that scary And originally one. planned to be a kid's roller coaster. And huh. they decided to not make it a roller coaster. And to this day, I don't think anybody even knows what Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is. What do you mean? Like, like what, what was it? What was, yeah, what was the point well, okay, of it? Okay, Who's so Mr. The point, Toad? So What's Mr. Toad is, it's, it's the from. The Adventures of Pot and Mr. Toad. It's from The Wind in the Willows. Mr. Toad right. has, gets motor mania. Usually he goes around in a horse-drawn carriage with his horse, uh, Cecil, and destroys the town. And then he sees a motor car. This is the thing I do to Mark every morning. He sees a motor car and gets motor mania. And then he gets a car yeah. and just starts driving it around no a wild ride. No kid standing in line knows no, that. No, no. No kid standing in line knows that. No, I know this at age I know, but I'm just whatever saying, I am. A six-year-old kid back in the 70s does not know that story. They Correct. Be, Nor does their parent know the story to tell them that. They just well, go, get on the ride. It's fun. You, know you never see the character the rest of the day. It still exists in Disneyland. How do you it explain does. that to a kid in 2020? But no one ever saw Mr. Toad walking around. And no, no. one ran up and goes, oh, I want to get a picture or the autograph of Mr. Toad. I would. I would get a. I, I'm wearing a Mr. Toad shirt now. Now, Coach, as much as you <sighs> travel, do you ever find yourself in California and maybe say, ah, "Maybe I'll stop by Disneyland and hop on Mr. Toad"? No. Okay. No. <laughs> no. All right. Let's get to number four. Here comes number. Uh, it's got to be somewhere over uh, near Big Thunder Mountain in that area. I feel like it's in Adventureland someplace. Adventureland or Frontierland. Uh, today, it sits the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. It was 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, I don't recognize the music from that. But that was, when you started bringing up this topic, yeah. that was the first one. That's my number one. So it closed in 98. Uh, by the way, wasn't really a submarine. And by the way, the boats for that, made in Clearwater, finished off in Tampa before being shipped over here to Orlando. And the reason why they shut it down was because as the park grew, it just did not have large capacity. So the wait was always so long as there were so few boats that went in the water under that makeshift what's below the water there. You sure it wasn't any of the asbestos that was inside the uh, submarine? Minor details. <laughs> Minor it details. wasn't the most uh, you know, clean, uh, but uh, it was really popular. And again, people today, go, they may not know what you're talking about. So, so it, exactly, they get on the boat, it goes under, and it's like, stop now and think about it. Fake fish, fake underwater plants. Like now, you could snorkel and see the real stuff. But back then, I was like, so cool. We're going underneath this fake land below. They, it still exists at Disneyland That's correct. as the Finding Nemo ride. Are they yeah. too lazy to update that park over there? What's going on? Well, they just retheme a lot of things. Yeah, I'm glad it still exists because I went on it last time. So you Disneyland. remember. Is yeah, the weight oh, I, still astronomical? That's what I always oh, heard. Yeah. The weight yeah. was like ridiculous it's for a sl- that. It's a long ride and it's a slow getting on the ride. Yeah, yeah. it's just so people to turn over. It's not like yeah. the constant of the ones that are always moving, like a, 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 the Haunted Mansion always moving. Mm-hmm. It's just there were just so few boats. And there's no fast passes for it either, so the no. only way to get in it is a standby queue. All right, let's get to number three, Scott. It's an October Fest at Disney World. <laughs> hmm. 
Scott, you know the answer to all these. I do. Oh, he has. Yeah, 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 I've got the audio for it. Okay, so this is uh, Skyway to Tomorrowland. Okay. Oh, this is, so we have we have the a new, new bu- version of this. The old buckets. Yes. So the original was you get into, you know, whatever you wanted to call it, and uh, uh, kind of an above-ground gondola, and would take you from just that. You, you, you'd be transported from Tomorrowland across uh, from, well, Scott, that was, is the backside of... Uh, the backside of Frontier and over by... It's Fantasyland. Uh, 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 Fantasyland, I'm sorry. Yeah. By, by Small World. Correct. So you get on there. It's where t- it's where uh, Rapunzel's bathroom is now. Oh, right. yeah, nice bathroom. But then had the sneaky, depending on what side you're going to, the sneaky turn. If you started over by Fantasyland, you get above and you're looking down, which was really cool. So there's four of you that are sitting above and you're looking down and then it makes a sharp right turn to take you to Tomorrowland or if you're coming the other way it would uh, take you on the sharp left and you think oh it's going to end but then brought you back up but as I'm doing my research on this and I'm sorry in today's world we're a little bit more of an obese society the reason why this ride was shut down which is incredible it wasn't ADA specified it didn't meet the American Disabilities Act how many years before anybody recognized that yeah. Okay. Huh. and two wait a minute the limitations were four people or 700 pounds. <laughs> Just do the math, okay? Yeah. In today's world, not many people could get a family of four on there just because we're a little bit more obese. But back then, that was it. You couldn't be above 700 pounds. But that was the cool ride because it took you above, and we just did 20,000 leagues under the sea. The Skyway to Tomorrowland would take you over 20,000 leagues under the sea so you could see below, and that was really cool. Could you see the mermaids? I guess you could see the mermaids, yeah. But uh, that lasted uh, till 94, and it was not ADA compliant. That's why they took it away. I imagine the new ones probably hold about 2,000 pounds. I haven't, I haven't seen the numbers. Yeah, you got you to gotta, you gotta figure. You, you fit know, 10 you, people in there. You put they, some poo-sized poo people in there. Yeah, they hold 2,000 pounds. the gondola itself probably weighs about 2,000 pounds. Yeah, probably something like it. Now, Mark, you, you, okay, you won't go to Disneyland in California. Will you take your family over and ride the gondolas for free, just for old time's sake, the new gondolas? Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. They they still have the gondolas. Is there, there air in these? Wasn't that one of the no, stories? No, there's no airs. Well, there's then vents. guess who's not going? I uh, don't go in the summer. <laughs> Do not go in the dead of summer. <laughs> as long as you're moving, it's fine. Yeah, we got I, stuck in it for like four minutes. But we haven't been and when we it's were like, like in now. The sauna. <laughs> we haven't been in there like when it's like now. Like no, now, no, no, it's, no. it's god awful outside. But I, those I, constantly move, right? I, yes. I mean, whether someone's on it or not, correct? It's like, yeah, they okay. never stop yeah. until they stop because whatever, Wind, you know, rain, right? But a, it's designed to continuously go. Yes. A person, you know, okay. slowly gets on, like the hundred mansion. All right, get Sometimes to number. Like uh, let's get to number two. Oh, buenos dias, señorita. My siestas are getting shorter and shorter. Oh, look at all the people! Welcome to Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Hey, I'm Michael, guess this me amigo, pay attention, it's <laughs> So it is, and what darling people I have sitting under me. Pierre, you rascal, you. Let's put on the show. Mon ami, I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. <whistles> oh, pardon, madame, that whistle was for right. my good friend, Fritz. When they start singing, they'll turn it back up. So, uh, the Enchanted Tiki Room. The original Which version. is still around in, uh, Scott, what is it now? What is it now called? It's, it's under the uh, under new management. No, it's no longer under new management. It's back to the original. Right. Yeah, because they had to take out the Gilbert Gottfried one, right? Yeah, because he, you know, got so, canceled. Um, this is this is a family favorite, and here's why it's a family favorite, in its original version. 
one, it was an opportunity to sit down for families, okay? So, so you're walking the park, your legs, you're tired, you're hot and everything. Uh, and I remember the uh, the frozen orange juice drink that you could get. Oh. Huh? That sounds Citrus delicious. swirl. Yeah. And then you get inside and then you sit down and then all of a sudden. And they start singing. It's fantastic. The original Enchanted Tiki Room and the Tropical Serenade was the show. How great is that? I will I will say this about the Tiki Room. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jimmy and Scott know I hate shows. Nothing I hate more than shows. Nothing I hate more than singing. My daughter would beg us to take us to the take her to the chan- uh, tiki room every year. And I'd say, all right, here's the deal. We're, we're pass holders. We go all the time. We go once a year. That's it. No more than yeah. once a year because I can't handle it. I can't handle the tiki room. It wasn't even It wasn't even as bad when they had like the, at least the crazy stuff happening. Now that's back to the original. No, it's great. It's so the water's flowing. They're shooting. St- oh, it's great. Scott, are you a big tiki room fan? I've only done it once. Wow. It's because it's terrible. This this was huge in the beginning. Because it, was it was a, a monster place in the beginning. Because yeah. it was the first time they saw animatronics actually talking to you. They had, yeah. they had one bird that used to be out by the sign. It was kind of like Correct. a carnival barker that would like invite people into the tiki room. And people were like, this is the coolest thing ever. Now, long before technology. your superhero movies came along, <laughs> this is the way we were impressed back then. All right, get to number one. If you had wings, you could do oh, I know what this things. is. I know what this is. You could widen your world if you had wings. If you Nothing? You know what I, I know what it is, but I'm trying to try to. Scott, did you know what it was before I sent you this? No, you did. No, so I'm gonna guess. It's where Soren is now at Epcot. Is that no, right? We're, no, no, we're only talking about one part. Oh, we're only in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Then I don't know. This is where Buzz Lightyear is. If you had wings, which was not on original, opened in 1972, it was under construction when the park originally opened, and it was under Eastern Airlines. Which I don't even know if you guys remember Eastern Airlines. I used to, I used to fly became, on Eastern Airlines from New York to Florida. Then became Delta as the presenting sponsor, but it was a sit-down, which again, inside air conditioning, two people in a cart, you'd sit down, and it would take you um, in your little cart all the way around to show you the great destinations that Eastern Airlines was flying to. So if you would fly, say, to Mexico, then it had this uh, almost like a small world. It was like this is what Mexico looks like. And it was both like a, a, a movie screen of what Acapulco looked like, and then it had what would be like Mexican theme around it. And then it would be like, what if I went to uh, you know, Europe? And it, it was its own kind of version of It's a Small World, but you sat in this thing, and then what was famous was the end. And like a number of Disney rides that are like this, there's that uh, big will be 180, not 360, where the screen goes around and then things are going faster at you. So it looks like you're going faster in the car when you're not going more than four miles an hour. But the screen is going fast, and the end was as if you were zooming through all these different things, uh, whether you were in space, whether you are flying, whether you were through a cornfield and all sorts of stuff. And it was Easterns if you had wings. And it was a huge favorite because air conditioning, 
a moving cart, and it was long. It was like a four- to five-minute ride as opposed to a 30-second ride. And if you had wings, which is now where Buzz Lightyear is. And so much of the park was for sale back then. Like, you could Everything you know, sell had a sponsorship. this sponsorship. Like, yeah, I mean, it was it, that wasn't a light sponsorship. That was a real But that was one of the original Eastern. ones because when the park opened, they weren't big on sponsoring uh, uh, the rides and shows until somebody goes, you know, I think this might be uh, worth something. That, and that's a fun game maybe you guys have done is to go back and take a look at all the different uh, rides and shows and, 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 and their sponsors. Um I mean, Space Mountain's gone through a number of different sponsors. FedEx was a sponsor. It was, yeah, of that for a number of years. But if you had Wings, which was really popular, and then Delta took it over, and then Buzz Lightyear came along. But Delta Dream Flight. Is that what it was called? Delta Dream name? Flight, and then Disney's Take Flight. Yeah. When Delta pulled out. Yeah, we lost all our sponsors. We have to just uh, brand this as nothing now. Just call it Disney. Yeah, I mean, the day they take the Carousel of Progress away, that goes to number one on this list. I don't think that will ever go away. It better not. Because that would go to number one. Because remember, it's that's that's like 18 minutes of air conditioning. Carousel yeah. of Progress is fantastic. I've fallen asleep in there a few times. He used to hate Cal- Carousel of Progress, but then he came around. I don't know what changed. Uh, my kid made me go so many times. I think it was almost like uh, Stockholm Syndrome or something. But the thing about Carousel of Progress, um, even to a degree the people mover, and clearly the walk on Space Mountain, is that to some degree they got it wrong. Like what they thought the future was going to be. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They got it wrong. Because <laughs> if you remember when, you know, in the 80s, if you went there and you're thinking fast forward in almost 40 years, what they thought the future was going to be, no. Well, that's one of the things about Carousel <laughs> Progress. The end of Carousel Progress takes place like 10 years ago from where we are now. Can we yeah. update the end? Would that be blasphemous? I mean, why not update the end? Why I not? thought they typically did update they, it. It is a bit updated. Like Grandma playing virtual reality is like a right, little closer. Right, but it's still... It, 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 it still doesn't work. Like there, no there a PlayStation in there and call it PlayStation I mean, VR. Some things they guessed, you could say, but but when you take a look at it, you're like, nah. We're I not. mean, the talking ovens kind of like Alexa. You that, yeah. they do actually have talking ovens now. I see the stupid commercial for it. I'm like, how lazy are you? you? Can't go turn on your oven. And and the people mover to this day is still one of my favorites because again, it 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 like five six minutes. You're just zooming around. And oh, you're chilling. Nice breeze, That's a great it's one. great. Your feet up and it's. You ever awesome. high five the other car as it's going by? Ah, uh, sure. And then you get the, hey, sit down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please keep your hands inside the They vehicle. don't want you losing an arm. That's frowned upon if you do that. How'd I do? You did good. You did great. Yeah. Do, you, do you actually find yourself at the parks anymore very uh, at all? Well, my kids, my kids. They're uh, older uh, now, uh, right? They're, they're 25 and 23. Right. They so, go without you. So, so now uh, what we have done is we usually go once a year around the holidays, just because the park looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and maybe once in a while we'll go to one of the other parks. But we've been pretty good at, at getting to the Magic Kingdom around Christmas time uh, once a year. And now that the kids are uh, the age they are, uh, fast pass, because I'm not waiting in a line for three hours. <laughs> but but, but l- listen, I still love it. Um, and hopefully we'll get back to when you can do a holiday parade and things like that. But years ago when my kids were small, and I used to live maybe about a 15-minute drive, um, I cannot tell you how many times it may have been 1.45, and I looked at my wife, and we made a 3 o'clock parade and back home by 4.30, yeah. where you gather the kids, put them in the car, buckle up the seats, go park, get on the monorail, get in, see the parade, uh, walk back out and be home We're by done. 4.30 and, and just grab the kids for parade. I mean, we did that so many times. And what have you said your designated role is now when you go to the parks with your family? You're the parade. Well, I pay for everything. Well, you're also that, but you're also <laughs> the reserve a spot oh, oh, for. Oh sh- God, I can't stand. 
I'm the guy that I'll sit there and go, oh, that's taken. Oh, no, I'm sorry, that's taken. Like, I'm the one at the table for four that's holding the seats. Or or they're comfortably sitting 10 minutes before the parade will start, and now I've got to get through the throng of people <laughs> if someone wants ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, really? Like, there's 60 deep there, and, and, and so I'm the guy that typically is caught in that. You know, and look, I love it, but it's one of those places Scott knows that um, movie theaters, airports, and theme parks is the minute you walk in, the human mind loses any sense of reality, and you go, I think the popcorn for nine bucks works. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here. Might, I think might the as well. bottle of water for six fifty seems like a good price right now. <laughs> I'd like four if I can. You know, otherwise I can get 108 bottles in the grocery store, but for that one bottle, this seems like a good deal. It's here, and it's cold, and it's now. Yes. Oh, that chicken sandwich is $19. I'd love three. <laughs> is it possible to get three of those right now? I wonder if that mentality is what helps fuel, like, Uber Eats. It's like, let me pay $15 for a $2 hamburger. Because I'm too I- lazy to go out and get it myself, yeah. Yeah. It's, so. fair. it's a fair thing. I'll say one more thing about uh, you being on this show, Coach, Coach Mark Daniels. Yes. Uh, you, our friend Tommy. I uh, used to see these incredible websites that UFC would used to put up, okay? Uh-huh. And he'd look at them, and we both work in, in web design. He's like, I just want to take my computer and throw it out. I feel like when you come on this show, I just want to take my voice box and just throw it in the garbage. <laughs> Why even bother talking? Nobody wants to hear me speak when Mark Daniels well, Scott is Scott wants I can do my Mickey Mouse, but I won't. I, I... <laughs> go ahead. No, Go no. ahead. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. People I, have been asking for this. People have been asking for this. No one's been asking do it. for it. Do it. No, but I was joking, uh, like, well, recently, when Disney went before the Orange County the task economic force task force and so forth, that they really rolled out the red carpet. And for example, instead of bringing their, you know, it's like, guess who's here? Time to open up the park. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys want to know? Right? July 11th. Or like the NBA pitch, you know, Adam Silver. Let's talk some basketball. Come on. Is that a done deal yet? Or are they still working on that? I don't know. Right. I, I, I have no idea. But all right. So when do I come back? Whatever you want I'm to come back. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know you don't want to overdo this. When uh, you're ready, when you're ready to discuss another. Oh, thing. I'll tell you what I want to come back, Scott. What What's the next anniversary of? Uh, uh, well, Universal is the no, no. Uh, studios. Universal Studio or Hollywood Studios? Yeah, I think we just missed it. Okay. But- well, whenever there's another anniversary coming up, I want to come back because I want to tell the tales of the NBA All Star MVP or, or VIP event at then uh, Hollywood Studios. And I could talk about doing star tours with the late, great Red Arback. Uh, I want to hear all this when you come back, because we don't get invited to any of this cool stuff, so if somebody's been <laughs> and they can explain <laughs> but, some but, of the but, cool but the first VIP time, media things. The first time the NBA All-Star Game was in Orlando, as you can imagine, Disney was involved, and they did a media and league event at the studios. And I'll save it for when I come back, but w- we were doing our, our radio shows out there, and he got, you know, got done doing the show. He was doing afternoons at the time. And I was like, okay, go enjoy the park as it was just now closed for the VIPs. And in typical Disney fashion, there's food all over the place and, and music and celebrities. And you're seeing NBA Hall of Famers and, you know, Bob Costas, uh, you know, shorter than you think. Um, and, and there we are going on Star Tours because, you know, going all the rides and everything and get on Star Tours and someone nudges me and says, hey, look back there. And... Is Star Tour still there, Scott? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. So you guys know the ride. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're bumping up and down and everything, and the late, great Red Auerbach is riding Star Tours. One of the greatest Boston basketball coach. coaches ever. 
who back then, I don't know what his age was, and I thought, he may go now. There's no chance. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. And there's just something that I, 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 I've never forgotten, riding Star Tours with Red Auerbach. And wow, how, what a night. How tall was he? Not very tall. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, Coach, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks, we guys. really do appreciate it. That was fun. We hope to have you on again. Uh, remember to follow the show on uh, Instagram and Facebook at The Theme Park Podcast and on Twitter at Theme Park Show. For Jimmy D., Scott Harris, and our special guest, Coach Mark Daniels, I'm Dickerman. Until next time, we'll see you out at the parks. This has been The Theme Park Podcast. Follow the show on Facebook and Instagram at The Theme Park Podcast. To catch up on previous episodes, check out thethemeparkpodcast.com, the iHeartRadio app, or Apple Podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.